Hey, Comic Book Keepers podcast listeners, Chris here with a bit of a different episode for you this week. As you might know, if you've listened to the show recently, we started a Patreon a few months ago. I know everyone and their mother has a Patreon these days, but we keep things simple. There is one tier. It's five bucks. And when you join, you can listen to an exclusive monthly bonus podcast show, Bagged and Boarded, where Lance and I ask each other fun questions, get caught up on our comic collections, and just keep things a little more casual. You also get access to our member Discord server where you can chat with us and other keepers about comics, movies, anime, nerd stuff, and more. It's a way to support us so we can continue to bring you and other comic book fans more nerdtastic content. We also have some behind-the-scenes content, supplemental episode material, early episode drops for the Comic Book Keepers podcast, and giveaways for members. Yeah, we'll just have cool stuff that you can get entered to win. Speaking of winning cool stuff, we'll be doing the drawing for the Vampire Batman art piece from Eamon Winkle on November 6th. So people have until November 5th to join Patreon for a chance to win that. It's an amazing, creepy, gothic Batman original art from an amazing dynamic artist. You can see it over on our Instagram feed at CBKCast, and maybe win it if you join our Patreon. So, today's episode is the first episode of our Bagged and Boarded exclusive patron podcast, just to give you a little tease of what you'd get if you join up. We hope you like it, and we'll be back next week with a new episode of Comic Book Keepers. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded, the Patreon-exclusive uh, audio content for comic book keepers. I'm Lance. And I'm Chris. And if you're listening to this, you're a patron. Hooray! Woo! Thank you for being a patron. We made it. We made it. Uh, I and can't believe we're here. Thank you all for listening to this. This is an exclusive episode, and it's a bonus episode only for comic book keepers, patrons, so thank you, first of all, if you're listening to this, we couldn't do this without you. And well, we could, but it's more fun to have <laughs> to have <laughs> you, your support. And um, and we hope that you're enjoying the content that we're providing. So what we hope to achieve, you want to just talk about what we hope to achieve with these this bonus content episode and, and just Patreon in general, kind of what we're yeah. hoping to get out of this. Yeah. So with patreon we are hoping to provide additional content for all of our listeners we might even dive a little bit into video content which is scary because that means i need to set up my room a little bit better <laughs> uh, we are also looking at doing obviously some voting for our patrons throwing that into the community we you all have access to our exclusive discord where we're going to be doing some voting on new episodes that will be potentially exclusive for here as well as other episodes that will be just on our regular feed yeah and the discord will also give you plenty of different channels to uh, sound off about different comics that you're reading, recommend different comics. If you have discussions, you're like, I really think that Superman's power set, you know, could go up against, you know, Hyperion and let's talk about it. And like, you know, just, just uh, you know, it's a chance to just be comic nerds. And, you know, 
be civil. That's all I ask. We don't want to get into some nerdy, ranty troll discussions, but let's just have fun. If you're listening to the show, you probably have the same kind of likes and dislikes and, and, you know, nerdy uh, questions that we have. So we're going to give you plenty of opportunities to get into discussions. We'll also have some special events that are patron exclusives, maybe some meet and greet sort of virtual things that we're going to do online where you can ask us questions and we can just kind of talk. So we're, we're planning on a lot of these different ideas and we'll find out from you, the patron community, uh, what you would like us to do and what you're interested in. Uh, last, cool. last but not least, we also have a patron exclusive sticker that you might have seen from our recently launched new logo uh, of Lance and I in our favorite uh, comic paraphernalia <laughs> costumes. Uh, some of our favorite, I should say. And uh, so that's going to be an exclusive sticker for you and probably not the last. So stick around. If you're still a patron, we're, you'll get first crack at merchandise that's released and even discounts that are uh, stuff that's coming out as well as additional giveaways that we're doing, but we're going to keep those a little bit hush hush right now because, but I'll just say it's things that I have not seen anyone else do giveaways with. I'll leave it at that. It's interesting and very unique (laughs) and all these things will be one of a kind. It's true. Yeah, it's it's definitely if you like what we're doing and you like comics and you like us talking about comics, you're going to like these giveaways. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be unique. It's it's probably not going to be worth anything, but it'll be worth it to us. So, um, yeah, that's I don't know if that's saying too much. Yeah. So that's that's Patreon. So, again, thanks for listening. And um, uh, we do have a point to this episode, but but mostly we just kind of wanted to make it kind of a casual conversation. A lot of our Regular content is very structured and we have different segments. And and with these bonus episodes, we wanted to make it a little bit more conversational, like we're just sitting around, you know, talking comics. And and we do have a little bit of things that we're going to get into. But so before we get into our sort of questions for each other, Lance and I have come up with some questions that we're going to talk about. But um, before we do that, what's been going on in your life, Lance? Like what's uh, what kind of nerdy stuff have you been up to? Um, I know we just... We just did a Shazam Fury of the Gods review episode, which it will be available to everybody. But um, besides that, like what's what's what else is going on? I recently have been growing my collected and hardcover collection, and I recently picked up the deluxe edition hardcover for Seven to Eternity by Rick Remender. Okay. It is beautiful it's 17 pages but it's an oversized deluxe edition so it is monstrous it looks like an omnibus on my shelf but absolutely beautiful i've started the series and it was like i was on a ridiculous sale so i needed to snatch it up and literally the day after that my omnibus of silver surfer by uh by dan slot uh showed up and the all reds it, and it's beautiful. I'm so excited to dive into that story. The art is magnificent. And I am a huge fan of Dan Slott. I actually got to ask him a question at San Diego Comic-Con this last year about Flash Thompson. And that response was so much fun. I think we talked about that in our Comic-Con, uh, Comic-Con review. So if you want to listen to what I asked and the response and everything, you can go check out that episode. But 
that's that's like the more recent nerdy things that I've been doing. How about you? So there's a lot of comics that I have gotten either over my birthday or for the holidays and like big books that I want to get into and also like individual stuff. One of them is this this massive tome, which um, I'm just going to describe. It's the Batman uh, Omnibus Volume 1 by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And it is like... <laughs> It's like it's beefy, super, super thick. It's just it's yeah. Boom. I'm just going to hit my microphone with it. Boom. <laughs> um, listen, listen to the plastic wrapping on the outside. Um, this thing this is, is ASMR. We're diving into ASMR. It's being flipped to the pages. Um, it's it's really big. And and I have some issues of this, but it's just, you know, this has like the entire Court of Owls. It has. Uh, death of the family. It has all these different little things. And, and I, I really like uh, Greg Capullo's art and Scott Snyder's uh, run that he, that I've read. So um, this is kind of collects everything. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to get this. And then my, my family was nice enough to get it for me. So, no. So that I was like, I want a big Batman collection. And I feel like I haven't given Batman comics enough love. And, and uh, just cause everyone else has, well, yeah, I mean, but, but like, not just the stories, you know, like the the Dark Knight Returns and like things like that, but like actual Batman comic runs, you know, like like let's 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 get into some good stories. So that that's kind of I wanted to be like, hey, let's get back into this. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, my one of my other buddies that uh, also does some trading on eBay has gotten um, has has is like every once in a while he'll get like these. But these, you know, long boxes and he's like, hey, do you want some comics? And I'm like, sure. And so like he, the other day he dropped off like a first edition uh, or like a first printing of Star Wars number two from Marvel. This is like this old, oh, very cool Star Wars book, um, a copy of Journey into Mystery with Thor uh, number 117, um, which is this one right here. Oh, that's so cool. I am. I'm a sucker for old Thor. I have quite a few, actually. Yeah, I mean, and they're not in great condition, but it's 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 just kind of like, all right, that's cool. It's loved. You know, it's got some fun stuff. There's a old Fantastic Four, which I think is the first appearance of Franklin Richards. Oh, um, wow. 272. That's what he said. It's got cowboys and idioms. I don't know. It's just like I don't have a lot of old 60s, 70s comics. So I was really stoked and he was like, hey, do you want these? And I was like, heck yeah. So that was that was kind of fun. I got a New Mutants number four. Fun. Which is cool. You know, I'm starting to get in some old uh, old X books. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And we should also talk about next weekend uh, as we're recording this. This is the the 20th. Um, but next weekend we are both separately, but we'll both be there going to WonderCon in Anaheim, California. So, and so we'll have already done that yeah. when everyone listens <laughs> when to When this. this comes out, we will have gone to WonderCon and hopefully had a good time. I'm taking my my two kids by myself. It's going to be a daddy-kid day. We're going to go on the Saturday, and I'm just going to walk around with them and say, what do you want? And, like, uh, what do you like? And let's look at this cool stuff. And hopefully there'll be some fun stuff to do. And, you know, they're going to dress up in their... My daughter already said she's going to dress up as a princess. And I said, OK. And my son's going to dress up as Spider-Man. And he's got his Iron Spider outfit. And um, 
And I said, all right. And uh, we're just going to walk around, be nerds, and I'm going to fuel their little kid nerd habit, and we'll see what, what fun we have. And I know you're probably going to have a completely different journey than I will. <laughs> yeah, a little bit different, but you're raising your kids right, getting that nerdiness in Thanks. early on. Love it. Uh, I will be going around trying to meet other creators, setting things up for future episodes. Yeah. I'm really excited about going through Artist Alley and finding some self-published books. I really want to help support the growing indie comic book community because there's some amazing stories that are are within those pages that mm-hmm. are printed there. Mm-hmm. And I just want to find some. That is my goal is to find some awesome indie comics get to know those creators and potentially have them on to talk about their product and get more eyes on it. Nice. That's, that sounds great. And, and maybe we'll have some of them on the show and and they can talk about their stuff and who knows where that relationship's going to go. So that's, that's really cool. Trying to get on the ground floor of some great creators. (laughs) Artist Alley is a great place to find not just new creators, but established creators too. I mean, you'll find, especially at some of these bigger cons like WonderCon, Comic-Con, Emerald City, C2E2, like you'll find some comics that comic creators, writers and artists and inkers and, um, you know, that that you've probably most likely seen their stuff. And if you just kind of take a second and be like, oh, that's you like you did that <laughs> and they're, they're doing some amazing promotional art or covers or, you know, I mean, you never know. It, it's it seems kind of weird. Just you're walking by and they're just sitting there like I'm just doing this thing. And yep. hi, <laughs> it was so surreal at San Diego Comic-Con walking through Artist Alley and just being like, okay, there's, you know, some of the biggest names in comics just chilling at a table with, with only a few people around them. Sure. That's a normal thing that we do now. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, okay. I, I'm not comparing myself to, to these, you know, amazing creators and comic writers, but I, I, I used to do a web comic in uh, the web comics sphere in the early 2000s. And so I was an exhibitor for a while. And, you know, I did have, believe it or not, I did have fans that came up and that read my comics. And, you know, there was there were definitely fans who were like, oh, I'm so excited to meet you. And I'm just like, hey, I'm just a guy, you know. And, and, and so but being on the other side of that, you kind of have to remember, like, these are just people. They just want to talk. And if you're just normal and you yeah. just ask them questions and like, how's it going? And like, hey, what? Hey, can I ask you some questions about uh, this character that I love and that sort of thing? Um, th- you know, the creators love that. I mean, like they they love to talk nerdy talk about stuff. I mean, I think a lot talk of people get really me. into the what what are you going to give me? And like, what are you going to what can I get from you? Like, are you going to give me a free art and you know can i buy this art from you and and it becomes very transactional but if you just make it about like hey you're a person and like what do you like and you know that sort of thing like that that's a that's a fun thing to talk to a creator about and it just makes you feel more human to them and then normal and that not all you know fanboy uh fangirl whatever yeah it's it's a lot of fun getting to know the creators too just like us doing what we're doing, making connections with other creators has been a lot of fun and realizing, Oh yeah, they're just like normal people. Like they want to have regular conversations and it's, it's been fun to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about maybe on the next episode of bagged and boarded, um, how our WonderCon 
trip went and um but maybe is now a good time we should go into our our questions of the episode yeah let's do that so our one of our ideas for these back and board episodes is coming in with questions prepped for each other we'll both be answering the questions that we'll be presenting but just kind of having this reoccurring theme of nerdy questions to just to go back and forth about to yeah kind of see where our heads are at in like what space are we in for that day as far <laughs> as certain ideas are concerned so my question that i brought to the table today yes i'm was, ready what is your dream writer artist team and what is the project they are working on yeah and i love this i, I think this is very a question of the moment like if you asked me this five years ago i would have said oh it's these two and if you asked me this 20 years ago i would have said oh it's definitely so and so you know so like i, I if you were to say like hey what's your favorite comic dream team of the late 90s <laughs> you know it's, yeah. it's way different <laughs> so i mean right now i can only answer this right now um of, of you know and ask me this next year and it's going to be completely different so what I picked as a good fit and I kind of looked at like, who would I want to see art from? Who would I want to hear a story from? And what is a book that neither one of them have worked on that I think would be a fun story for them? Um, so I picked Fantastic Four as my title. Uh, and then I want the story by Brian K. Vaughn, who amazing. is known for Why the Last Man. Uh, he writes Saga, which is amazing. He wrote Runaways for Marvel. He wrote Paper Girls. Uh, he wrote a, a season eight of Buffy, um, Ex Machina. So like some amazing stories and handles teen drama and family dynamics and, and just, you know, big sweeping epics and stuff like that really well. And I think that would be really fun for a Fantastic Four take. Um, and the art I'm picking Ryan Otley, uh, one of our yes. favorites from Invincible, Amazing Spider-Man, now working on the Hulk currently. Uh, just just the fun, you know, like the way Otley does fights and Invincible, I think, would translate really well to just all the cosmic weirdness and with the thing and Human Torch and just like it's not a far cry from what he already did in, in invincible, but it's just, it's a fun, bright style. And you kind of need that for fantastic four. I think, I mean, it, I, I really like when it gets weird and cosmic, but not in the same way that like Dr. Strange does. Um, but, but in a fight, fun, lighthearted tale, and you need to be able to see what's going on. You need to be able to follow the family dynamic, um, while they're doing all the stuff in the negative zone and whatnot. So I, I I'm, think, I I'm think that would be a so... fun, team up <laughs> oh absolutely i'm so ready for uh ryan otley's imagining of dr doom in yeah. battle yeah uh-huh. oh my gosh and and freaking ben Grimm. Uh-huh. i want to see something just throwing down or or like how he can play up the gag of mr fantastic you know he's doing some stuff with like all the twists and everything and just like i could just see how like Oh, I'm going to twist you up and then somebody ties him in like several knots and just or something happens where like he rips in half and, and he comes back together. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he would if they allow them to do some stuff that kind of pushes the envelope a little bit, uh, whether it's from a violent standpoint or from a creative standpoint, I, I think both of them would would um, tear it up. Uh, that would be a fun, fun book. 
Yeah, well, Otley is doing some very strange things over with Donny Cates on the Hulk oh, right yeah. now. There, there is some wild stuff happening yeah. in that book right now. <laughs> so putting putting that that imagery with Fantastic Four mm-hmm. along with Brian K. Vaughn's writing, that's phenomenal. Yeah, love it. Well, what did you pick for your question? I really honestly started mine with an idea of what I wanted to see and then built creators around that. I wanted to include Dan Mora... But I already chose Dan Mora and Kieran Gillen to do a Legend of Dragoon adaptation mm-hmm. for our video game episode. So I wanted to mix things up, not use the same creators all the time. Yeah. So the who I chose was writer Ryan Parrott, who everyone will know from Power Rangers, sure. uh, the Power Ranger TMNT crossover, uh, writing Rogue Sun over in the Masterverse right now for Image. And he has a phenomenal voice for young people like always like those younger teams he always has a great understanding of those characters so i wanted to include him as writer my artist is going to be iban coelho he is known for doing like dark ages with tom taylor he filled in uh on the venom run with donny cates like him and ryan segman were kind of flip-flopping between issues for a little bit his art is beautiful action is dynamic there's really interesting angles used like imagery that you don't see anywhere else it's so unique and i want to see say his name again uh iban coelho so i-b-a-n-c-o-e-l-l-o okay we'll we'll put some links in the notes here yeah but like the art is beautiful dark ages was such a fun limited series uh, I actually almost thought of putting Tom Taylor as the writer for too. <laughs> this book uh, because Tom Taylor is a master of the alt world story. Yeah. He is a genius when it comes to that. Uh, oh, and I actually chose a colorist for mine too. So, and I actually chose Tamara Bonvillain, oh. uh, who also does colors for a bunch of different things, but m- like one of my favorite stories. So it, or one of my favorite comics, like once in future, she does the oh, yeah, colors yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah. Beautiful. The work is always fun- is fantastic. I did the, I now, did the once in future episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did without me because I was taking care of yeah, my daughter. You, yeah. You were busy. Yeah. I couldn't do that one, but the book that I want them to be working on is a massive tokusatsu crossover book. I want Power Rangers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, Super Samurai Cyber Squad, VR Troopers, Mystic Knights of Tiernanag, Master Rider, Ultraman, the Japanese uh, Spider-Man, because he's definitely counts as toku, and maybe even Ronin Warriors. But I want all of these characters to come together in a toku version of Secret Wars. I want there to be a massive battle royale amongst all of these tokusatsu characters where they all have these transformations and a huge battle. Now, this is also going to include villains from all of these different shows as well. They could have a character that has been overseeing all of their worlds, wanted to see who would stand supreme, bringing them in for a battle royale. But of course, they're all going to start to work together to figure out how to defeat this main person that's brought them together. I want just the most bonkers storyline you could possibly make (laughs) with all of these characters. Because as a kid, I had so many of these toys. And I would constantly play like they were always interacting with one another. Sometimes we got crossovers in the show, like Power Rangers and Masked Rider crossed over at one point. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these are Saban properties. But I want 
a true crossover with all of them. And I think it would be just total nostalgia to have them all come together and have this interacting story. And I think Ryan Parrott is a genius writer and he could make it work and be funny and interesting, but also bring the heart and drama. And uh, Ivan Coelho is just going to crush the art for the series. Yeah. His his stuff is really cool. Right now that I've now that you said that, I, I looked I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. It's legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a good pick. I love that. Um, I, so let's let's make these dream teams happen. Um, <laughs> awesome. Mine is a lo- is like a logistics nightmare. Yeah, it's it's possible. Anything's possible with enough money. Anything's possible. Yeah, you never know. Um, okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, this is, this is one of those like, okay, five drinks in. (laughs) Okay. Here's my question, Lance. Um, you have, you have to make an existing comic book team using any characters, not from that team's universe. So like, like a justice league, but no DC characters or something like that as an example. So, um, it can be with anything other than, the thing the characters from that you know um i just thought like it'd be interesting to kind of see what the dynamics are you know if you have well here's this team but then but it's not who you can normally pick from so what you got i of course chose the teen titans okay uh i wanted to create again a team of teenagers of young heroes that could come together and not Pro- necessarily prove their worth, yeah. Prove their worth, not necessarily fit the exact roles of the existing Teen Titans, right. but a younger population. Just the theme right? of the Teen Titans, sure. And initially, I thought of throwing Adam Eve onto this team. Okay. Because like choose the I love Invincible. Yeah. I wanted to have a younger character. But I thought there's another character from Invincible that I want to see so much more of that we really got haven't gotten to see enough of. And that's Tara. I oh, yeah. want Tara Grayson sure. to be on this team to see the kind of hero that she is going to step into because we've seen like the the last few issues of Invincible. Don't say, it, get don't to, say anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying <laughs> I anything. Read them yet. You, but their their daughter, like yeah. you, she is amazing, and her personality is fantastic, and her interactions with Alma Alien are hilarious. So. Tara is my first choice for this team. And then I went with Miles Morales. Oh, perfect. Uh, you got to have a spider person on, on a teen team. Mm-hmm. So throwing Miles in there, he's going to be great with the quips. Uh, I Next up, I wanted to get somebody that was just going to be the like the brutalizer, just a person that's going to be vicious in battle. And I chose Laura Kinney's Wolverine. Oh, nice. Uh, but of course, I'm choosing this like when she's still a teen. Yeah. So she's taken on the mantle of Wolverine, but she's still young. Yeah. Uh, but I she, think she's your her, tank. <laughs> X-23 she's the tank. is well, the tank. <laughs> Tara, Tara is honestly T- the tank. Tara is also a tank. Yeah. Uh, Kent, Laura is the wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your and loose then cannon. He, my loose cannon. Yeah, she's the one that's going to go off the rails and go berserker mode and tear things up. She's the one that's going to get the rest of the team in trouble. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and then you got to have the smart person. You got to have the techie person. 
So I went Donatello from TMNT. Oh, yeah, perfect. I was wondering if you were going to put a Ninja Turtle in there. Of course. I, I, I thought about going Raph, but I'm like, no, Laura has the hot head. Like, we're, we're covered with that. So mm-hmm. I went Donatello. Mm-hmm. We needed our tech person. And my final choice will surprise no one in the fact that I went with a Power Ranger. Because I thought, I want someone to come in that can be a leader of this team. But I don't want to go like the normal leader of the Power Rangers. I And it's someone that I think could have become a leader if they had been given the chance. And that's actually Adam Park's uh, Black Ranger. So Adam oh. Park was the second Mighty Morphin Black uh, Power Ranger, the Black Ranger. And he's a like such a good character, very level-headed. He gives off a lot of leadership vibes. And even later, like crossovers that happen years and years down the line, they actually bring the same actor back to play that character. Mm-hmm. And he leads like this other group of various other rangers so he becomes a leader later but i want him to do it as a teenager nice to really fill those shoes so my team literally has a viltrumite a spider person an x person a ninja turtle and a power ranger (laughs) i love it (laughs) yes they all have their own unique colors too Uh, yeah yeah that's true that's true uh, that's fun. Yeah. Like nice little, and who doesn't love the, the team team ups? There's so much, you know, there's angst and there's, you know, rage, rage and romance and, and drama and everything. It's, it's can't, can't lose. Their plug um, smells like teen spirit in their little hideout area all the time. Yes. Yes. And turtle farts. <laughs> well, I, I took my own question and went with a book uh, that I really like the theme of, and I thought this could be something that you could uh, apply to characters from all different universes. So um, I chose BPRD, uh, yes. Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, which is known from Hellboy, but it has had its own title as well. I've been a big fan of of Hellboy, as we know. Um, and uh, and BPRD is, a, is one of those books that I think is kind of fun just to kind of see like, hey, let's tell some of that, that urban folklore, these mysterious monster characters. But I was like, Hey, let's have this group of monster investigators, people that can come in and, uh, search for things that people wouldn't believe. And people love telling these stories. We've, we've covered several of them, you know, on the show. So, uh, I have, instead of having the, uh, professor broom, uh, sort of leader, I have John Constantine, but an older, grizzled bearded john constantine old man constantine Constantine as kind of like the like i'm bringing you all together um he he basically like brings them all in with portals and and doesn't let them leave and he's just smoked himself (laughs) into a cancerous wreck you know he definitely only has one arm sure yeah he only has one arm it's at the other arm's a tentacle you know like it it, it's he's just he looks real bad um he's balding (laughs) um but but he's he, they won't let him die because he has to like look into something, you know? And so he's brought in all of these different, uh, multiverse, multiversal monster hunters, including <laughs> blade is my first yes. one because you got to have a vampire hunter. Love it. Uh, the day Walker classic. Um, he's probably the team leader. Then I also brought in Buffy Summers, another vampire slayer, 
So there's going to be some tension with her and Blade, <laughs> but they end up, you know, respecting each other, like game respects game. But also Buffy, you know, she doesn't just fight vampires. She fights all kinds of monsters from the Hellmouth. She's literally, you know, fighting stuff from the Hellmouth. So I think there's she's going to bring in some lore um, from that. And like, you know, she has had some great comic runs. Um, I'm bringing in Scarlet Witch because you got to have like some magic. You got to have some chaos. I'm also bringing in as a uh, head of transportation, Ghost Rider. Love it. <laughs> um, he's driving a limo. Yeah, there's different, you know, like, uh, but uh, so he's basically the transport guy. He's he's the wheels guy. So sometimes he's driving the bus, but it's all on fire. Sometimes it's a plane, but it's on mystical fire. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it's a submarine again on fire. So like they're they're you know, and they're inside of this thing like, are we OK? And he's just like, it's fine. You know, and, and like he's. Yeah. So I just thought that would be fun. I also yes. included um, Micah from the book Monstrous, which I just started mm. reading. But yeah. it's a fun you know, she's got this kind of fun. Like, am I turning into a. Well, it's not fun, but it's it's a very engaging, like, am I turning into a monster myself? So I think that could be kind of interesting to bring her dynamic in. It's a beautiful book. My big tank and sort of the heart of the group is Swamp Thing. Oh, fantastic um, choice. You got to have a big, a big dude on the team that that he's, you know, he knows he's a member of the green and he he's part of the earth and that sort of nature. People don't really know what he's thinking. And then the one that's going to train them. And if you've listened to our podcast, you'll you'll get this uh, also from from once in future is Bridget McGuire. So oh my the gosh, granny, yes. from, the granny from once in future is going to train all of them is like, you you got to work as a team, you know, like get your act together, blade, pick up the soil. <laughs> just, she's just going to like whip them all into shape and like train them as a team. And Constantine's like, make them work, Bridget, you know? So I see the granny is just like the taskmaster of, of getting this, this motley crew of monster hunters to work together. And they're going to have to defeat some, some big threat, you know, that's a monster from, from all their universes. So yeah, that's that my, is, that's my BPRD. That's such a good team. Oh, <laughs> I want that book. I think there's so many, so many good dynamic, uh, such a train wreck of, of personalities. Scarlet witch and Buffy are just going to, cause she's used to working with a witch anyway, but then this is like a yeah. much different witch character and swamp thing. Nobody's going to understand and he's going to be weird. And Mike is going crazy. And so, so it's, and Blade is just, you know, like, I want to be alone. And you know, like, yeah, there's it's I, I love stuff like that. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Monster Hunter team. A hundred percent. Always and forever. Mm -hmm. Need it. Yes, absolutely. Well, hey, I think we just recorded our first episode of Bagged and Boarded. Yeah. You could say it's bagged and boarded. It's bagged and boarded. Uh, we hope that you enjoy this. Uh, once again, thank you for supporting us on the patreon we hope you like this episode uh let us know in the comments of this post uh, what you think and uh definitely join us on the discord community and we'll talk about some of these things we'll put some links in the post there and um to some of the books that we talked about and uh, creators and whatnot but um let us know who you're you know if you want to answer these questions we'd love to i, I love to hear you know what people think you know what's your dream team creator book and and what the book is and like who if you could make up a team um, with various characters or something like that. And it's not from the universe that that team is 
originally in, uh, who would it be? Like, you know, who's your dream team? Um, Justice League or who can you make an, an X-Men without any mutants? Like, like it could be interesting. There's mutants in other universes. That could be fun. And please submit the questions you would like Chris and I to yes, answer yes. in these episodes. We will, we will absolutely look at those, read them and ask one another those questions, like just depending on how everything balances out, but please submit those questions because we always are open to other ideas. Absolutely. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.